0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Side Girls Club. It's your girl Jess, and I'm here with Lena.
1: Hey guys, it's been a while, but we're gonna be talking about parents and all the problems we've had when we're younger and how it shaped us to who we are now. You know. Mm -hmm. So first off, I think we're just gonna give a little background about what type of parents we have, so you guys aren't too confused. Um, But for me. I was never really close to both my parents because they're always working on their own like business and my grandparents at the time would live with us so they would be home all the time and my parents are pretty much absent other than like family dinner and because I never really see them I would just go to my room and that's it <laughs> like I wouldn't talk to them at all it's like really awkward so for me like from my perspective my mom was always the strict one. And because my dad was quiet, he was like the cool, chill dad. So, for example, like I had to sleep over at a friend's house and it would be my first time asking. I'll be so scared. And I'm like, okay, you got to ask dad because he's a chill one and he'll convince mom. But in reality, it was actually the other other way around. And I only found out later. (laughs) Like my dad makes my mom seem like the bad cop, you know, in that situation. Mm. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Yeah. mm -hmm. What about you, Jess? Like, how are your parents uh, so growing up, like my parents
0: were pretty like Americanized. So they were always like open to the idea of like me sleeping over at like friends places, me having like friends over. And I feel like that really helped my relationship with my parents um, because they were seen as like the, the cool parents to like all my friends as well. So they got to know some of my friends. I still think <laughs> they are. <but>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they still are. Um, but yeah, I had a pretty good relationship with my parents growing up. Um, I know when I was really young, though, my grandparents definitely did take care of me a little bit more often. But, you know, my parents were working the classic nine to five job. So it was a little bit harder for them to spend so much time with us. Like after school, you know, we get home around like three or something and there's a couple hours which seems like forever as a kid so (laughs) yeah yeah but you know like my I think my dad was more like the laid-back one and my mom was more like the hot-headed one in the family Mm -hmm. which I guess you kind of need that balance anyway so I'm not too mad about it um
1: but yeah yeah I think
0: that's that's pretty much it for for me
1: (laughs) yeah I totally get that because I remember when I first met your parents, I thought like, yo, they're so sick. They're so cool. Because for my parents, like, especially when I was younger, they're still pretty new, like learning English and everything. So they wouldn't get jokes like from movies and stuff, because even if I try to watch with them, they wouldn't understand. So I think that's why I stopped trying to like be close to my parents. Mm. But like, I see like there's a good and bad side to that because after meeting your parents and seeing your side, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not the best to like have parents like that too. like there's like good and bad, you know, and i I think we always have um different like sides of opinions for things too, so it's kind of nice how we can like see perspectives of like being close to your parents and then being not being close to your parents like with mm-hmm. me, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree, so with like that. <laughs> are there like a lot of good and bad traits you think you kind of unknowingly like your parents passed on to you (laughs) so i think one trait especially
0: like this came from my mom uh and i don't know anyone close to me kind of knows that my relationship with my mom is a little bit more strained now oh yeah Um, yeah. but i'll I'll get into that a bit later (laughs) Um, but my mom is slightly overbearing Mm -hmm. and as much as it's like this comes from like a place of love you know there's no ill intent with it Mm. it becomes really exhausting and I do this in my personal relationships with like my significant other and I hate that (sighs) so much because I I want to give them their space but I want to know what they're up to not in like a a stocky kind of like I don't trust what you're doing type way but genuinely because it's just like oh like what are you up to you know Mm-hmm. But I always find that my significant others are are almost always gonna say, Why are you asking me this so often like oh <laughs> or like why are you asking about my day? like my day was the same as any other day, yeah, work nine to five, eight, went to the gym, like those types of things, mm-hmm. right, and it's just like I don't know, like m- maybe my mom like really brought this in like I'm not as aggro about it, like my mom gets kind of um like moody if i don't tell her what i'm up to especially when it it comes to like who i'm seeing or Mm -hmm. whatever and i get it you know but um yeah i think that's one thing that i kind of hate but at the same time you can't hate it because it again comes from a place of love but i feel like
1: um when you like have those unconscious like traits passed on it's like obviously it's not the same exact type your parents had like your parents are like extreme um mm-hmm. spectrum for that trait and you're just passing on like a version, another version of that trait, right? So you yourself yeah. don't even realize like, oh shit, it's actually kind of bad. Like I can see why my partner or my friend might think this is bad like for me doing this.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh shit, this is how
1: my mom feels
0: <laughs> Yeah. Man. Like I see both sides of it now. Exactly. And I feel so bad when I tell my mom like can you stop? Because I'm getting that like in return from my significant others or from my friends, whoever it is, right? But yeah, I think that's that's one of them. Another thing is, um, so one thing about my mom is that she is very judgmental, Mm. and I hate Mm. it. My mom too, bro. My mom too. Yeah, like I, but I think this is also a classic Asian trait, you know, like tiger mom mentality. Yeah, like even though my mom was like born and raised in Montreal she still has part of that tiger mom mentality because her mom was like that to her. So she just she just brought it on to her kids. And I I think for me, I had to unlearn how to be judgmental. And that took a, like a really long time. It was a huge learning process for me to like see people like genuinely as like my own interpretation, not just like, oh, they're I don't know, dressed a certain way, so they must be, they must act a certain way, or they must not have money. They must, they might have money. I don't know, they might be educated or not. You know, like there's a lot that my mom sort of judges people on, especially when it comes to significant others or even mm-hmm. friends that I have. Like, I've, I've really learned to let let that go. But growing up, <laughs> I was like that, and it sucks yeah. to to like think about. But that's like the harsh truth of it all.
1: Like. I get it, though, because, well, to be fair, my mom, I don't think my mom is as just judgmental as yours. Mm. But, like, I think for my mom, it's more of, like, stereotypes rather than, like, about the whole image of, like, wealth and stuff. Mm. I feel like it's just, like, internalized, like, racism or even, like, from other races. And it's just, like, you feel like at this day and age you shouldn't be thinking this way. But before the- for my mom specifically, she came from, like, a really small town in, like, China.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's, like when she came here she wasn't educated on like what was right and what's wrong so like sometimes she judges when she shouldn't be but i'm thankful like i don't have the same way of thinking you know yeah like don't you you feel like shit like i'm happy like i can kind of um like how you said you learn not to be judgmental as judgmental now you know Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm like yeah. obviously, I'll
0: trust my my instinct. If if someone seems like they're shady, I'm not gonna befriend Oh yeah, them, of right? course. But that's Girls, not me being judgmental. Trust gut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But um, I I at least give people the chance, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not to prove me wrong or anything, but just to <laughs> just just to see like who they actually are, what they're like, what they're about, all of that stuff. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you though? Are there any traits that you think you
1: picked up um I think for me like for my mom like the major one I can think of is like being like a micromanager or for example like cleaning up is a mm. major thing for me because at home like even when I came home recently like for the holidays I didn't realize how bad it was until I got home and I sat down and like not analyzed but like I was just watching my mom and I was like this is why I'm like what I who I am now because this is what I always see so basically like if I'm done eating and I just leave it in the sink and I rinse it like I rinse it because I know I'm gonna wash it later you know
2: mm. and I put
1: water in it so it doesn't stick yeah like that's how like how like far I'm thinking it through you know but my mom mm-hmm. sees it as I just threw it in the sink and it only has water because I washed my hands <laughs> oh so interesting. she's like so she'll come home from work and she's like oh you ate this for breakfast and you didn't wash it and for me it's like i like doing it all in one day or like one time rather than like Mm -hmm. every separate meal or sometimes i do do it after every meal but i don't Mm -hmm. do it every single time like it just feels on my like on my mood and energy at the moment but i will be doing it at the end of the day you know but my mom is like right after she's done eating like right after she cleans it and like even sometimes like after dinner my dad would be like oh because my mom tends to be like the one cleaning but sometimes when my dad knows like she has a long day she'll be like oh yeah like i'll clean it don't worry like i'm gonna chill because i just work the whole day but i'll do it after like i play a game online or if i like finish watching like the sports game you know Mm. so my mom was like oh yeah that's fine and it hits like 8 p.m it's only been like an hour or even like 45 minutes And she's like, of course your dad didn't do the dishes. I'm like, mom, like, if he's watching a hockey game, it's not going to be over at 8 p.m., you know? Mm -hmm. So she's like, you know, I'm just going to do it myself. And I'm like, mom, you you keep complaining that he doesn't help, and you know he's going to do it later. Like, why are you just going to do it and complain that you're tired later? Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, he doesn't do a proper job anyways. Like, I had to do it. And, you know, I do the same stuff, like, with flatmates, roommates, even, like, in a job setting, like, I don't trust people with tasks because I think they're going to do it wrong, so I do it myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, that's a, like this was, like, one major problem I had with my previous work, which is also why, like, I left, is because I felt like I had to, like, change my behavior because it affected so many people in, like, in a bad way. So, like, obviously now, like, after working in, like, different places, I realize, like, okay, this is how you should do things. And, like, I'm not as, like micromanaging or like as controlling but like yeah it's just it gets really bad and i realize like how bad it affects my relationships with people and like how they see me and i'm like okay this is really bad (laughs) like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i should not be doing it like that you know yeah um but i think like a good trait that i passed or are we still going on bad or I'm still thinking of a good trait that I picked up and you go, you go right ahead. Okay. So I guess like a good trait I think I picked up from my dad's side is like, um, he's not like a very expressive person. Like he won't say like, I love you or like, um, I care, like I care about you or anything, but if he knows like you like eating something or certain foods like he'll cook like a lot of it and he waits to like see your reaction you know and i do that all the time and like that's why i don't mind doing the dishes and cooking because i actually find joy from cleaning dishes because of my mom (laughs) (laughs) and then i i enjoy cooking because of my dad so like um I think I picked that up from my dad so like every time even for friends significance others or like other people like I just cook and I just want to see the reaction of like is it good is it good I literally do the same thing with my dad and it's just like or like if you make a mistake when you cook and you know it's not as good as you hoped like me and my dad were like the same type will apologize so many times even though it's not that bad you know just like oh I made it too salty or like oh there's not enough seasoning or like we put too much garlic like we just apologize over that one little mistake yeah mm. but I think that's like I could think of I'm trying to think of another like bad trait because I think the major one for me was just like micromanaging yeah yeah but... yeah no but that that like food thing is, is so cute like that really yeah.
0: warms my heart
1: <laughs> yeah because <laughs> Honestly, honestly, like, my dad is, like, the classic, like, old school, th- like, type of man where it's like, oh, I don't do the house chores. Like, he doesn't know how to do laundry. Like, I, when I went home during the holidays, he had to ask my mom, like, how, how to use the machine. So, it's, mm. like, that's why I, it's so hard for me to, like, relate to him. But then when he does, like, the cooking thing, I'm, like, okay, I get it. I understand, you know? Like, yeah, he just has yeah, different yeah. ways of, like, expressing it.
0: Yeah, yeah no i feel that it's the same sort of dynamic in my house too my mom is a little bit more heavy on micromanaging and she hates it when anyone else does the dishes because they don't load the dishwasher properly yeah or like, clean like oh, you, properly. Didn't put the,
1: you didn't put the plate at the right spot and now yeah. you cast it, everything mm-hmm. <laughs> like if someone does the
0: dishes she will go back rearrange it and oh restart God. it yeah. so yeah, and then and then if she doesn't have the chance to restart it, and then she's unloading it the next day, she throws a fit. She's like, "Not nothing is put in the right place. These dishes aren't clean, but you know they're they're clean. Like, I I, <laughs> oh I don't God. know what she's talking about, but they're clean. Um, but I think it's just she has a way of doing things, mm-hmm. and she wants everyone else to follow it. But when you live with someone else, you kind of have to adapt mm-hmm. to what they're doing. And there's a difference between adapting and then letting them be messy yeah you know and
1: i think it's also being open to like other systems that may be a better system than yours but yeah it's like about you being open to like seeing how they do it you know Mm -hmm. because i think Mm -hmm. like for people who micromanage they think only their way is the right way to do it and if you do it any other way it's gonna not be as effective or perfect you know yeah
0: yeah i i agree like for
1: my mom like how i said she would clean dishes because she knows my dad won't do it properly mm-hmm. like the next morning like i was doing the laundry downstairs in the basement and my mom would come down with a pot like from all the way the kitchen all the way down she'll be like look see this is why i told you i had to clean it because your dad does not clean it there's still like one little rim mark over there
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then she'll go back up and she'll come back down with another dish or something like look there's a mark here like it wouldn't be there if i cleaned it they yeah. go she did it three times and the third time i was so fed up and i was like i'm trying to do the laundry and you're interrupting me like oh
2: my God. if
1: you don't like the way he do the dishes just tell him not to do it and don't even say yes when he offers like don't be mm-hmm. nice you know Yeah, yeah yeah sometimes i feel like parents put their kids in the middle of whatever else they're having problems with like with the other parent you know Oh, hundred percent, yeah. And it's like, like, yo, you've been married to that person for X amount of years. Like, can you not deal it, deal with it, like, with each other? Like, why am I in the middle of this?
0: You know, it's mm. like, uh. yeah. What one thing, like, I think my mom does in that sense is she she'll complain about things, but she'll refuse to teach the other person what they're <gasps> oh, doing yeah. wrong. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, how do you fix something that you don't even know? that you're doing it wrong like no one brings it up to you mm-hmm. you don't get criticism like constructive criticism at least yeah so how are you going to fix that like i ask my mom like if she's complaining about the way that the the kitchen is cleaned or the way that things are organized it's like tell us and then we'll we'll like remember and we'll redo it or we'll do it the way that you prefer you know i
1: i feel like my mom is so biased because for me like my mom would teach me how to do things so now I know how to clean like stovetops properly and everything mm. but with my dad like she just straight up like complains I I guess it's like built up um feelings like from years and years of marriage mm. so sometimes she'll tell me like oh he he just says he doesn't know how to do it he doesn't ask me and I'm like then just tell him how to do it you know like why do you have to wait for him to ask you how to do things like because he's Mm -hmm. so used to you doing it then obviously he's not going to do it or like ask how to learn you know but if you teach him like once and he watches like maybe he'll try so Mm -hmm. it's just like if i was the one like doing that she would just show me right away you know yeah so it just shows like my mom's patience with me and my dad (laughs) (laughs) yeah but do you think like actually no for me like My mom always tells me, like, the bad sides of my dad's. Like, I never get to hear, like, from my dad's perspective because I was never really close with him. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, obviously, I wasn't close to both my parents. But because my mom is, like, more chill and, like, open about talking things, like, I am a bit closer with her. So she'll tell me, like, everything bad that, like, my dad has done. But, like, I think... I didn't realize how badly it affected me until now because when I was younger, my mom would always complain about any little thing my dad does. Mm -hmm. And then I grew this, like, demon image of my dad. So I would snap at him for the slightest, like, smallest thing. And when I go back to my room angry and, like, slam the door, I realized, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, why did I have to yell at my dad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, even when I – the first time I left Toronto to go to London – I don't know what happened, but I think, like, there was just, like, a little, like, issue at the airport. Oh, I think I think my dad went to, like, the wrong entrance, and it made us, like, 45 minutes, like, late. Damn, okay. So, like, it wasn't, like, obviously it was, like, a lot of time, but I still was super early, so, like, it didn't really affect me that much. But I mm-hmm. snapped at him so quickly, and I realized, like, this was, like, the last time I was going to talk to him before I moved, and, like, that was my attitude towards him. Yeah. And like I wasn't even sure if I was coming home like for the holidays. So I was like, what if mm-hmm. I was gone for a year or two years? And like that's the last word or like last thing I said to him. yeah <laughs> That that's Loki Big feels. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm shit. And like I texted my dad like right before like lift off. Um and I was like, yo, I'm I'm so sorry, like I yelled at you, like, um, thanks for dropping me off, like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I get it. Aww. But I just felt so bad. I was like, you yeah. know, because he was trying to help. Like, yeah, he went to the wrong way, but it's like he was just generally trying to, like, drop me off at the airport.
0: Yeah. Like, nothing else. I get that, though. Like, with almost all my family members, when they make a mistake, it's like, okay yeah I get it we wasted some time or you know you bought the wrong thing at the grocery now we got to go back now you're wasting money like those types of things like these are genuine mistakes and yelling about it isn't going to change anything and that's that's what I realized but my issue is that when my mom makes a mistake <laughs> for some reason like the like the patience in me is just gone do you know why? snap
1: do you know why though Because I am the same with you. Like, I snap at my... I snap at my mom... Actually, no. I think I snap at my dad a bit more because I think for your mom and for my dad, like, they try to put off this, like, perfect image and Mm -hmm. they try to correct you and do things. Yeah. So then when they make that mistake you're like, ha like, you're not perfect yourself. So don't judge me. Don't snap at me when you still make mistakes. Like, obviously, we're not saying that's they have true. to be a perfect parent. But it's because mm-hmm. they kept nagging you. So when they make that one mistake, you're like, ha ha ha, I'm not the only one. You know? Yeah, it's like, it's like we're turning the tables. It's yeah. your turn now. Yeah, no,
0: that's definitely it. Because my mom will always, like, throw jabs at everyone else in mm-hmm. the family when they screw up. But when she screws <laughs> up, she's like, oops, oh well. But then we we like don't give her shit or anything for it. Yeah. So it was, it's kind of like now that I'm older and now that I can speak up for myself, like, so to say, I I definitely throw those jabs right back. And <laughs> I hate it. That's like not a trait that I got from my parents, but that's a trait that I like I developed because of the way that my mom acts.
1: But then, you know, it's developed because you see your mom jab other people. So you want to jab back at her. So it's still a trait from her, I think. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's just that good thing I don't apply it to Other everyone. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mine is I just think... towards a
1: parent too. Yeah. Because my mom yeah. called me out, you know. She's like, would you? She's like, you're so nice to your friends. Like, you wouldn't yell at them like this. And I'm, I, I just sit there. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I still do it. I
0: know. My mom is starting to say the same too. I'm like, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. But they don't understand it. They think we're being ungrateful yes they don't get where we're coming from and it's like Mm. (laughs) i still remember like i think i told you and stace when i was like leaving i snapped at my mom and it felt so bad oh my god that felt so bad because basically like my mom's not comfortable driving on the highway so it's always my dad who drops me off at the airport so my mom had to like drop me off at work because my dad was busy so um it was just easier if my mom brought, like, all the luggage and, like, me to the office and mm-hmm. then go, my dad, like, drive me home. Oh, not nice. home, sorry, to the airport. Oh, okay. Yeah, but originally, my mom told me, like, I don't know, my dad told me actually on the ride, like, to the airport that my dad was just going to come home, pick me up, and then drive to the airport. But my mom was, like, sad she couldn't drop me off, so my dad told her, like, oh, yeah, just drive home and, like, talk to her for, like, 30 minutes and, like, pick her up and, like, drop her off the office and I'll drive her to the airport. Mm. So, but when she came, I don't know why, but I just, like, was in a not the right mood. And my mom saw me wear, like, a crop shirt and, like, high-waisted, like, leggings. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously, I wasn't just going to walk around with a fucking, like, crop top. Like, I had a sweat, like, a cardigan and a jacket, right? Right. But at the moment, like, I took it off because it was hot at home. So she, like, looked at me. And you know, like, that judgmental face your mom makes, Mm -hmm. you know? And she just stared at me. And I was like, why are you looking at me like that? Like, am I too fat now? And then she's like, yeah, I can't. No, she didn't say yeah. She just said, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm just looking at you. Like, why are you mad? And I was like, I know you're judging me. Like, I know you're thinking, like, I'm too fat. And then Mm. she makes another comment, like, oh, yeah, like, you should uh i can't wait until you go back so you can run and like go on your diet because i mentioned i wanted to go on diet and stuff so it's not like she's just forcing me to do it but the way she said you know what i mean like the way the parent like reiterates it when you know it's like not because i mentioned it and she'll put it back on me she's like you said you're gonna go on a diet i'm not making you go on a diet i'm like it's the way you said it and now you're looking at my like butt and my stomach Mm
2: -hmm. and then
1: i and then i asked her like do you want me to change and she was like yeah i can see your underwear and I'm oh like, it's ties Like, in my head, I'm like, it's fucking tight. Yeah, like, come yeah, on, you know? yeah, yeah. So I got mad, and, like, I stormed downstairs to get, like, my other pants. And she's like, you don't have to change. You don't have to change. And I'm like, Mom, like, you're, you're staring at me like that. It means I got to change, like, mm, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I changed, and, like, I threw, like, my pants in the suitcase. And I was like, why are you even here? Like, Dad should be the one dropping me off, making all these comments. And they started shouting at me, like, you're not grateful for the things I've done for you. Like I'm like, how did me talking about my weight turn into me not being grateful for all the things you've done my whole, like, Twenty three years of life or twenty four. Bro, years she gaslighted life. you. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, Asian parents do this all the time. And if you mention anything else, like, you don't get like. Sometimes I get mad because I'd be like, because my sister like told me, <laughs> like, even the therapist wouldn't help my mom. You know, like she's that type of person. She was like, yeah. So I want, I would sometimes really want to say that to my mom, but she'd be so mad if I said that oh yeah 100% so I just bit my tongue I was like you know what it's fine it's fine so I just told her yeah it's fine like let's just go let's meet dad and I think my dad like my mom mentioned it to my dad that we had like a little fight Mm
2: -hmm. so
1: that's why he told me in the car ride and I kind of felt bad at the moment but I realized then like at the same time though she like obviously I made the comment first even though she made a stare I was like that Mm -hmm. stare though alone like it hurts you know oh yeah for sure (laughs) And it's just, like, all those little things, like, when you start a fight with your parent, like, they don't understand why. They thought, like, oh, I did, like I was just trying to be a good parent, you know? Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's, like, you don't understand it from our perspective. And when we try to, like, explain it to you, you just think we're, like, um, talking back, you know? Yeah, yeah, with yeah no, yeah. With no logic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my mom always turns it around, like, oh, you're ungrateful or, you know, oh, I was just state like making an observation you know exactly criticizing you it's like like, but you
1: were yeah and they're like oh like i gave you this opportunity to get your own place like you get to go to like ryerson and now you're like in a different school like when have i ever said no to you like Mm -hmm. saying all these things i'm like how does this one equation equate to my whole life you know like yeah 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 why are you doing this to me like i'm trying to talk to you like person to person and you keep my mom always tells me like oh i want to be your best friend i want to talk about everything with you like drama and like boys and friends like how's your friends and i'm like how do you expect me to tell you like things if you like act like that you know right right and like what if i say something you're gonna judge me for it Mm -hmm. even though they said oh no i don't care who your partner is or blah, blah blah you know they're judging you know
0: so i guess like before about how i mentioned my mom was super judgy she she judges me about you know what I wear especially what my sister wears because she's she's a little bit of a smaller build and she wants to wear like the trendy stuff too but you know sometimes the trendy things maybe um aren't as flattering on like certain um, body short, types yeah like yeah. shorter girls or, or something like that so I think they look fine my mom on the other hand is like oh I don't like the way she dresses like you know she spends all this money on clothes and she can't even dress or something and then for me she's like oh you spend so much money on like like food and like desserts and you don't even eat and like she's like, Look at you, you're so skinny. Like it's almost like the opposite of like fat shaming where you're yeah, just kind of like yeah. like it's not my fault. Like I I have like issues with eating for what not an eating disorder. Yeah. But just like eating in general. And my mom is just constantly like judging me for that. And it just makes um, it worse
1: yeah it feeds into that disorder you know exactly like when they don't realize and they don't realize Mm -hmm. and then when you like i call my out like i called out my mom once and she turned it on me saying like how why would you say that like i'm giving you food because like would you be happier like more full or whatever i'm like if you're gonna say that then don't fat shame me you know and for you it's like don't don't shame me for being thin like yeah now i'm more cautious about how i look
0: yeah. Like when I order food, I order obviously more than one meal because I'm paying like delivery fees and all that shit Uber Eats charges you for. And I I basically uh, will like order my food. I'll be eating it. And my mom will FaceTime me and she'll be like, oh, like, what'd you eat for dinner? You know, casually. So I show her and she's like, why'd you buy so much? Like uh, you don't even eat that much. Like, why would you do that? And then she just gets like so like, like nitpicky about these things Mm -hmm, and she's just like mm -hmm. judging me and stuff and I'm like oh my god like I'm trying my best here yeah can you can you just mind your own business and even with like like relationships and stuff when I used to like bring bring guys home for my parents to meet they're like the guys were pretty pretty good you know I had no complaints (laughs) like you know they were they were smart guys they came from like good families and stuff so there wasn't much to like argue about but she always judged them um without even me saying anything like you know those like small fights that you have in relationships oh without yeah, even even yeah. me mentioning that she already had some sort of opinion on them mm-hmm. and it's just that. like there's just the look like anytime you talk about your significant other she just gives gives like the look mm-hmm. and you know she's not approving of this relationship yeah. for whatever reason and she's like well i just want the best for you it's like mom there are only so many guys in this world that want me. And this one that I have wants me. Like, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, because
1: I think, like, at the end of the day, like, for parents, you can, like, put your input. But you shouldn't be, like, trying to change their mind. Because mm-hmm. maybe it is a bad relationship. But they have to learn from that, you know? Exactly. And, like, you rather them learn on their own than they blame you later, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think for me, I've seen... I've never been in a relationship or ever talked about guys with my mom um, other than like recently mm-hmm. but because of like my sister's past boyfriends um and her, how judgmental my mom was like obviously like he wasn't a go- good guy that's why he's an ex but the way that she like reacted to their whole relationship even now too and the way she like pries over it and like asked me so many things it makes me not want to tell her and, she, and i tell her that i'm like look at how you're reacting to like my sister's like exes or a boyfriend, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you expect me to tell you anything? And she's like, Oh no, what did I say? Like, what did I do wrong? And I'm like, "Mm." yeah, you're you're already having, you said, Oh, I have bad vibes, even though you don't know him, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just like, they don't get it (laughs) yeah 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 because they're like oh i'm here listening like i'm not saying anything i'm like uh are you really though
0: (laughs) i know i know my dad has like if there's anything what like my dad has learned it's that he needs to trust his daughters to pick out the right guy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right and by by them saying things about like you know why are you even with him like they're they're very negative and it's it's like my dad more so will talk about oh but why does he do these things like why do you not like it for example so it's more like of an open conversation mm-hmm. about like problem solving rather than just straight criticism which oh, is something i, wish I, have I really that. appreciate i wish I yeah that. it's it, i i think that that thing is like kind of rare especially in asian parents mm-hmm. because first of all you don't even talk to your dad about relationships you know <laughs> it's like it's like then you're crossing a fine line do you talk about like sex
1: like probably not <laughs> wait so wait. You no, know, like, jess i think this is mm. a good trait you got from your dad mm, i think that's, that's a good trait because yeah. i think like you're a super open person and you're able to like talk feelings out yeah so that could be a good trait that you got mm-hmm. from your dad yeah
0: that's true that's true i i do think that's one of my like high pros for sure um because i guess people just feel comfortable like discussing things with you you know
1: because i think like you're like very similar with your dad because he's very like even if he's heated like even for you like when you're heated when you talk about it though you don't sound heated like mm. you just try to like make it sound as good as you can
0: yeah, yeah whereas yeah.
1: like your mom's the total opposite
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah my mom will resort to yelling even though she's like not angry yeah but my dad when he's angry he he like gets a bit tense but he tries to keep his cool like yeah. now it's a little bit harder for him because i think um maybe his hearing isn't as good and he's like I'm not yelling I'm not yelling I'm like oh my god dad like calm down um but that that's, that's so just something that comes with like age you know I feel
1: like I can imagine it happening
0: yeah like I know he doesn't mean to yeah and I'm like dad like like we're having a conversation I know it's getting heated but you need to stop yelling and he's like I'm not <laughs> But yeah. Do you think that there was, um, maybe a turning point in your relationship with your parents? Whether it's for the better or for worse, I guess?
1: Um, I think for me it was definitely like when I was I think middle school and my sister was in high school and um like, to be honest, like, I told you before, like, my whole childhood, like, I was never close with my parents, even my sister, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we would just stay in our rooms or go out to, like, our friend's place. Like, we would never talk to our parents. The mm-hmm. only time we, we talked to them was, like, dinner time. And even then, like, my parents only talk about work. So, it's not about, like, they'll ask, like, oh, how's your school? Like, how's your day at school? Like, blah, blah, blah. And we just say, yeah, oh, it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Once it hit, like, my sister hit high school, like, she got caught, like, (laughs) drinking um, underage. And she was, like, at an all-ages club or something. It was, like, super wild. Like, I would never imagine my sister doing that. Yeah. And I was away at my friend's house for, like, a sleepover when it happened. So, my mom, like, told, like, texted me saying, like, oh, yeah, your sister is, like, I had to pick your sister up at the police station and stuff. And then, basically, what happened is, like, my sister revealed, like, a shocking thing that happened in the past Mm-hmm. and it made my parents kind of realize like oh like we weren't there for our daughter you know mm-hmm. so like my mom like totally shifted like i think her parenting style like obviously she still has like certain traits it's always there but mm-hmm. she was being more open like and i mean open as in like you know when you have like those jokes, like, dad jokes, like, she was able to, like, understand things and try to, like, put more effort in understanding, like, I guess, American culture. And, like, getting these jokes from Netflix and stuff. And I know it's, like, very small, but I think it's, like, so hard when you're young and your parents didn't understand anything you were talking about and they'd be so confused. Yeah. But now they're at a point where, like, they're learning things and, like, they're trying to understand, like, our our age. Yeah. You know? And even, like asking to sleep over like my mom is so chill like more understanding about it and like um getting to know like my friends parents and stuff and like talking more to like other people mm-hmm. to like be more involved yeah so like i think after that happened for me like i got to experience like a little better mm-hmm. um like youth i would say (laughs) because i think it's something my sister didn't get to experience you know Mm because she had that same like closed off um parenting style until that happened
0: right 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 but
1: like once that happened like my sister and my mom were like so close and i used to be jealous of that but now i'm not (laughs) 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 because i like to have that like distance still you know like like you said like when it's overbearing sometimes it's too much Mm -hmm, mm yeah yeah i feel like you need to to have like the healthy
0: boundaries but it's it's so good that your mom was able to yeah you know open up because not a lot of people can do that especially when they're so set in their ways you know yeah
1: because i think my dad stayed the same because he's like the chill like resting bitch not resting bitch face but you know like he doesn't show expression at all so i can never tell when he's sad angry happy nothing you know yeah so he stayed the same but like for my mom Like, they definitely, like, she definitely, like, changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you? I think um,
0: my turning point was for the better and the worse. Uh, (laughs) So I think I mentioned this in one of our previous episodes, probably, like, the mom dropping out episode. Um, But university was a really hard time for me. And my parents honestly did not think I would make it through first year. Mm, so they yeah. were already prepared to pull me out of university be- because I would I would have been forced to drop out, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, at that time, like right now, even my mom has a hard time understanding mental health, which is surprising because she grew up in uh, in Canada. You know, she was exposed to more of like the newer generation and and, and mm-hmm. how like everyone does everything. Um, but my like when I got to second year, I had an even harder time in school mm-hmm. and it was at the point where I was starting, like everything around me was starting to crumble too. And I was like, um, I think, or maybe even third year, like I had just gone out of a breakup. Um, I was just barely getting by with like, or I was barely escaping probation at the time Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of my relationships were just sort of like distant because I I was tired always yeah so I finally had the talk with like with my parents and I kind of told them like hey I think it's best that I maybe transfer schools or something like that and my dad was like like he went through engineering so he knows how like stressful it can be mm-hmm. but my mom on the other hand doesn't understand it she went through accounting which is probably just as hard um i don't know it's a little different you
1: know you yeah. can't relate as well like like because you she, don't understand the same difficult like for example like we'll never understand like how hard it was for accounting
0: exactly she will never yeah.
1: understand how hard it was for
0: engineering you know mm-hmm. And everyone has their own strengths. Like, I'm sure I I did well in classes that other kids didn't do well in and like vice versa. Right. Yeah. 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 So my dad was able to understand that. And I told him, like, my mental health is like deteriorating. And Mm -hmm. I think my parents need to be aware of that. Right. Mm Because I was acting different. And, you know, I was like. Kind of like being more snappy with them or just like I was sleeping a lot, too. Um which, I know, it sounds great. Like, oh my god, yeah, you got to nap so much during, like, university. But it really fucked me up. Because um, I feel and- like
1: when you sleep more, it means, like, you don't want to deal with the real life. So you rather sleep, you know, yeah, and want exactly. to push it back as far as possible.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's like,
1: I feel like people who don't understand depression or, like, just other mental health issues. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, you're just sleeping all the time. And you're like, do you not, like, do you not question why they're sleeping all the time? Like, it's not mm-hmm. because they're lazy. Like, they're just not capable of dealing with what they have at their plate because it's too much. Exactly. They'd rather be in that daydream um phase of like being in another world essentially than being in this one, you know. Exactly, so. exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like that's not to say that I didn't have a good support system to to help me through this at uh at Queens, but it was really difficult like um I don't I don't know. I just I needed more Um, support than what I had access to and everyone else was also going through university so it's like it's hard to to you know get on the phone and call like all your friends super often like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mind you I think I think it did help because Lena and I we used to call literally all the time in university (laughs) like almost daily like it was it was kind of wild at how much time we we made for each other but I think that like especially helped me but yeah. So going back, like when I told <laughs> my parents that basically like I'm thinking of dropping out. Um, My dad went like he, he just totally changed. He was like, if you need me to be there to pick you up and bring you home, like I will leave like Mississauga right now. It was it was like midnight or something. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll leave Mississauga right now. I'll come get you <laughs> and we'll come back home. He's the real one. Yeah, honestly. And then my mom, on the other hand, was like what do you mean like you can't drop out like no that's not an option for you and like my dad knew deep down that i would never drop out essentially mm-hmm. but he at that point he realized like he really did believe in me to finish like the rest of my undergrad yeah. whereas my mom puts, was like
1: but i think that puts him to realize like how low of a point you were to say that exactly exactly like, he, like obviously like you said he knew you wouldn't actually do it yeah or like like maybe you would you would like search it up but you wouldn't actually go through with it yeah yeah but i yeah. think for him it like he was like oh shit like it's real you know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. he's like, oh, your mom's we- like no don't do it
0: <laughs> yeah like my dad was so open-minded with like the whole situation he started looking up like colleges he started looking up other university programs for me whereas my mom was like literally like i will cut you off financially if you oh, drop gosh. out and like that's when i realized like my relationship with my mom was so strained because she didn't care about it sounds so cheesy she didn't care about the journey to get to the (laughs) final destination of of you graduating you getting like a degree and everything it's the diploma itself yeah Yeah. like she just cared about the end goal and she was like i don't care how you get there you're going to get there oh god but but like that that just showed that there was a lack of support from her side Mm -hmm. you know and like this sounds bad, but like everything that I'm saying about my mom, like I love her. Like, don't get me wrong, but this put a huge strain on my relationship, and it it just made me realize like her her values and sort of uh, my dad's values as well. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah, that was a huge, 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 huge turning point in my relationship with both of my parents.
1: Do you think like when that happened at the moment, you're like. Kind of questioning, like how your mom felt about you. Like, oh, does she only think I'm her daughter, or like proud of me if I graduated from Queens? You know. Yeah. Like if I went to Ryerson or whatever other, or if it's a college. Like if I graduate there, like am I worth any less? Like, is she embarrassed of me, or Mm -hmm. like you have all these questions, right? Yeah, I knew for sure
0: that part of it was because she was like, she would be embarrassed. Yeah. And that that low key hurts because you know. Like university is fucking tough to get into, regardless of where you go, Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. even harder to make it through. So it's like, give your kids some credit, you know. Like even now, a bachelor's degree is barely enough for you to make a like a livable wage. Like you need like proper work experience, and like how do you get that? You need your master's. You need like connections and stuff. But it wasn't really like that for me. Like for me, I was like, you can still get a proper job if you go through college and shit, right? um like it's not a big deal you could even do like i don't know like in software you do like those coding boot camps it, yeah. it puts you at a good pretty good place and stuff And if you
1: have like small projects you do on your own yeah yeah or exactly like, you know you have the right skills like obviously yeah some places might care where you graduate from but if you have like the proper skills like you can still make it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: i i told my mom that too and she basically s- said like nah
1: like she just shut it down so fast because i think for parents it's not been about like what the future could be but it's like at the moment when they talk about you this is all they can say yeah because for you to say oh i can still get a good job it's like but can i brag about it right now no i can't so mm-hmm. this is why i don't want you to get there because it's not enough for me yeah <laughs> like once I
0: actually graduated, my mom was like, oh, I could tell my friends that, you know, my my daughter graduated from engineering at Queens, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, but at what cost, mom? Like exactly. what fucking exactly. cost? Um, but yeah, like it, it kind of sucks, though, that that like how strained my relationship got with mm-hmm. my mom. But one thing that I'm super glad for is that my relationship with my dad is like stronger than ever. hmm um so that that's really nice i guess like honestly ever since i was young i was kind of like daddy's little girl type thing yeah and my my sister was more like i don't know she's pretty even between the two of them i feel like I don't she's think... like she she's like in the middle yeah. yeah like maybe i think if anything if my parents were to actually say their favorites and i really hope they don't listen to this, <laughs> like i'm probably my dad's favorite and then my sister is probably my mom's favorite okay yeah yeah but yeah, it is what it yeah. is. Like, it's no big deal.
1: <laughs> That's why, like, for me, I think I'm kind of glad my parents had, like, the turning point, like, really early on. Mm. Because, like, when I went to Ryerson, like, I I was almost, like, kicked out because I got really bad marks. Like, at consecutive, like, low averages.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: like, I was scared to tell my mom. And she would, like, back then, she didn't really ask for my grades. She just made sure that I, like, passed, you know, mm. and, like, able to move on. So there was like one winter where we were on holidays and like I was shitting my bricks because I just got my like marks right after Christmas and we're like Mm -hmm. at Hawaii, like a happy place, you know? Yeah. And like my heart sank and I'm like, I have to redo so many courses and like I'm going to be on probation. Like I can't go back to uni for like a semester Mm
0: -hmm. and I
1: had to like lie to people and say, oh yeah, like I took time off like semester because I'm going back to work. What is, mm-hmm. which is not true. Like, even, like, <laughs> my coworkers are, like, bosses listening. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, I honestly, like, worked full-time for a semester because, like, my marks weren't good enough, you know? Mm. And that's also why I decided to drop out because I was like, yo, there's no point of dragging this degree when I don't like it. And my yeah. marks are, like, crap, you know? And I'm wasting my mom's money for redoing courses I failed. Right, like, not right, only right. my paying regular tuition, but then extra money to redo courses, So, like, I'm so happy, like, my mom never, like, got mad at me or, like, say anything bad to make me feel worse than I am. Because I think, like, for my mom, she, like, finally understood that, like, how she's feeling, I'm feeling, like, ten times worse. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't, like, push it too much. And, like, I remember when you you told me, like, when I was putting school aside and just working because I got used to, like, the work vibes. My mom, like, talked to you on the side, like. (laughs) Yeah, she pulled me aside, dude. (laughs) Because I think she knew if she came to me directly, like, we would have a fight. Yeah. And she didn't want me to feel more, like, sad or depressed about school. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So when you told me, I was like, oh, that's so cute.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was adorable. I was like... I was like, trust me, like we're talking about school and stuff because we talk about literally everything. And a lot of it is like in relation to career in school. Yeah. So I was like, OK, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to just tell Lena that, you know, you told me this. Basically. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, because I think she knew like you were probably like the person I talked to the most. But also like I would update her on like how like you're doing in school and like what jobs you're thinking of applying. Mm-hmm. So she knows we talk about those things yeah yeah so like she'll even like mention before like oh how's Jess like application for this or like did she hear back from her job so like she knows like we talk about these things yeah so she's like okay it's my in to like let her know you know yeah yeah exactly exactly (laughs) so yeah it's like pretty funny I would never have thought like she (laughs) talked (laughs) to (laughs) you
0: it was so cute though like I think one thing that I've really like liked about that whole situation is that your mom understood the boundaries very yeah. well so i i think that's that's rare with parents mm-hmm. uh, like my mom obviously does not understand boundaries <laughs> like with that but like your mom your mom kind of knew how to approach it right and it's it's not even like she expected there to be like a lot of discussion i think it was just yeah. to like plant the seed that like mm-hmm. hey like I i'm really looking out for like lena
1: but i can't talk to her you know yeah just drop this seed in you know you know do you know one thing that i got from both of my parents is like how stubborn i am uh- <laughs> like i am so stubborn that like if i fought with my mom even like as a kid to even now like i am so okay with being in the same house and not talking to them for days like days damn and on the second day or even like a day and a half like my mom will realize like oh she's really not gonna talk to me <laughs> damn so she just comes into my room you know the asian like way of saying sorry like bringing fruits you know yeah 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 so she's like oh i cut up your favorite pears or like here's some grapes mm-hmm. and then i'll just nod <laughs> like i'll just give a little nod you know yeah. but yeah i think she knows like she doesn't want to get to that point with me again so she has mm-hmm. to like look for other solutions
0: <laughs> Oh yeah 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 100%. Yeah. But she, she,
1: do you be d- smart though? <laughs> do your parents do that too though, like saying sorry with like acts of service or like fruits for example. Oh my god, yeah. Like it's it's so much easier to get an apology out of
0: my dad, yeah. but my mom, bro, she just she just sits there and fucking smiles. <laughs> and I'm like, "You know what you did." Like she sits there like a guilty dog. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mom, like I know you're sorry, but I want you to hear it and mm-hmm. basically acknowledge, yeah. like, what you did.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what I just realized? Like, my mom actually, like, apologizes now after, like, the whole turning point thing. Damn. Like, I realize now, like, the next for the t- day or two that I don't talk to her, like, after she gives mm-hmm. me the fruits and stuff, then she'll, like, come to my bed and be like, like, I'm sorry, like, we fought and... um." like you have to know why i think this way like she turns it back on herself which is not the best because she doesn't try to understand my view but at least she apologized and she just wants me to understand why she like said or did whatever she did you know yeah which is like a little better like it's one step forward you know yeah baby steps you know
0: (laughs) yeah that's good though like i think my mom she doesn't understand like that she's in the wrong sometimes like when i'm in Mm -hmm. the wrong I'll tell them like, you know what, that was my fault. Like I shouldn't have done this or I I now know that like I've affected you this way like whatever. Like exactly. super formal sounding, yeah. but like it's it's absolutely necessary because mm-hmm. you can't just like assume mm-hmm.
1: that the other person knows, you know. Yeah. And you know what, at the end of the day, I feel like no matter how much you dislike your parents, you are your parents, you know? Oh, yeah. Mhm. Like I 100% hate I hate it when like I hear people say I'm never gonna be like my dad. I'm never gonna be like my mom, and I see them do traits that they complain about their parents in my head, and I'm just like, yo, like you're just like them, just in a different form. Yeah, like it's yeah. not as severe, or maybe it's severe in a different aspect, but you're exactly like your dad, or you're exactly like your mom, and like you have to realize you're gonna do the same thing to your child. Mm-hmm. And like for me, like at least I'm aware of it, and. I have changed. I think I've changed a lot from, like, the last few years. So I feel like if you're not aware of those actions, you're going to cause the same trauma on your child.
0: hmm You yeah, know? I agree with that.
1: And that's why we named this episode, like, You Are Your Parents, because at the end of the day, like, you are your parents. Like hmm Because that's, that's how kids learn, right? They mirror what they see at home.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, so, what One of my friends told me, like, you're basically the five closest people in your life exactly exactly that's why friends are important
1: too yeah
0: exactly so i i definitely see myself like i have traits of all of my really close friends as well as my parents yeah and there's like good and bad traits that i get from like everyone but i think um or i hope that i'm aware that i can like grab the good ones and get rid of the bad ones you
1: know (laughs) but i think i think that's also why like we're similar in a sense like we know right away if a friend is good or bad so we're Mm. not gonna sit here and try to give them a chance or like sit it out or waste time being with them when we know it's not gonna do any good in the future that's facts yeah you know because for Mm. me i'm just like this is gonna go into friendships instead of like family but i guess friends of family are like still like pretty similar you know yeah 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 for sure but i think like we both say this and we both understand it's like do they bring value to my life
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's not value as in networking or like money or anything like that or clout it's like mm-hmm. value as in do will they help me shape me as a person will they be there for me um do they give me advice or are they just like just saying yes or saying no and like putting me down are they negative you know it's like all these Mm -hmm. things and it's like sometimes when you tell people like you're not you're not giving me anything they automatically assume it's like monetary or like physical things and they get offended yeah but it's like it's not about that you know Mm -hmm. and that's why it's good to keep whoever you want to keep close and if you don't like them don't keep them around you know it is what it is Mm mm-hmm and i think the cut yeah <laughs> and i think we like detached ourselves like i'm pretty sure before we we're probably like super sad about losing certain friends yeah but i think we realized like how much better has been afterwards that now if i have to cut off someone it doesn't hurt as much
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but i feel like i cut off people like left and right now because like well, you, you, you only do. have so do. much energy right like why put all your energy into these people that like literally do not bring any sort of value into your life like exactly. they're just like placeholders essentially and i'm sure it's the same vice versa like i'm sure i don't add any value to them either it's just like what for clout and shit not even clout but like just to say oh i have like x i know of this friends. person like, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 exactly like it's it's not really like that for me because so I, I also I, feel I like care.
1: a good way to test it out like is like if you don't talk to them for like a few days if it doesn't affect you you know they don't bring value to you (laughs) yeah 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 that's facts yeah okay so going back to like the whole family thing Mm. how do you think you would be as like a parent like in the future
0: man if there's anything that i for sure want to be like it's i want to be able to communicate with my child like i want to make sure that they can talk to me without getting like their ass whooped you know yeah Yeah. like it would it would really fucking suck if like this day and age and like especially like North America Mm -hmm. that your kid can't talk to you about serious things whether it's like they're getting bullied at school because kids are fucking cruel first of all like I would want to know if my child is getting bullied not so I can go to their school and be like hey you (laughs) little little five-year-old like stop picking on my kid like I'm not gonna do that but I'm gonna like you know talk my kid through it like give them advice and stuff maybe it's good advice maybe it's bad but at least
1: like they have someone to talk to yeah because like I think because we've seen how judgmental our parents were in the past it's like Mm -hmm. if if they're being judged at school and you're judging them at home how would they be able to open up to you you know exactly exactly no matter how nice you were you're still judging on certain things oh yeah 100% like (laughs) If you are if you say 100% you're not judgmental, you're a fucking liar. Mm-hmm,
2: Some mm-hmm. people are
1: just better at hiding it. I think me and you were really good at hiding it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I feel like I would be okay to, like, be as forgiving for my child. And plus, I hate it when our parents are like, yeah, I'm never going to judge. But then they say something, like, total opposite and, it's like, 100% judgmental. Oh, yeah. And then now, now the child knows for sure, like, this is what my parent is thinking in their head. Yeah so like, i think bro- for me i would just keep it to myself unless it's like super important that i have to like give them an insight on mm-hmm. but if it's like little things that i know will not should, like should not be said i'll just keep it to myself keep it to myself. yeah like if it
0: doesn't actually change anything like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna mention it but if it's something exactly. like oh they they i don't know fucking, <laughs> i saw them walking down the street and they like kicked a dog bro i'm like judging them obviously <laughs> like what the fuck what the fuck is this yeah um like then obviously then i'll say something but like just that face value, I don't think my opinion really matters to anyone, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and I try not to even like let it affect my relationship with this this person or whatever. Yeah.
1: What do you think you are grateful for that your parents like done or taught you, and you're like, okay, maybe like this is a good thing that I could like teach or like do for my child.
0: Oh, that's deep. <laughs> um, one thing that I'm grateful for is that they tried to encourage me to like to my full potential like academically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and they they kind of okay, except for that university like thing that I went through, <laughs> but throughout like high school and stuff, they really yeah. encouraged me to like apply myself mm-hmm. and, you know, like talk, like just have the conversation of what do you like and what do you not like? To to give me some guidance about where I should end up, what oh, field I good. should end up in. Yeah. Cause like if you think about it, like you don't act, like a lot of people don't talk to their parents about that. They just say, like, these are the grades that I got. Oh, very good. Oh
1: Yeah, that's that was me. That's, that's me.
0: Yeah. Like it <laughs> it doesn't encourage the conversation about like what you want to do in the yeah. future. And the thing is like, bro, even before I applied to university, I dead ass thought I was gonna be in um graphic design. Mm-hmm. Like how do you go from graphic design to software? Like this is two completely different fields, right? But the conversation with my parents, like open that up for me because they were like oh you seem to like this um you you seem to like get excited about like um whatever courses when you when you talk to us you know Mm -hmm. is that something that you might want to pursue is there anything that we can do to to help you basically
1: yeah
0: right so they kind of gave me like that good foundation and that good starting line for what i should be going or aiming for Mm -hmm. yeah what about you though
1: Um, I think for me, like what I would definitely do for my child, what my parents did for me is, or like what I'm grateful for is how supportive they were. Cause when I was a child, like I was the type of, well, I kind of, actually, no, I'm not like that anymore, (laughs) but throughout like my childhood, I'm the type to like try things and quit and they never shamed me for it. Like they would just support my next dream you know. Oh, I love that. So, like, when I was younger, I used to take hip-hop classes. I only did that for, like, a month. I did ballet for, like, a few years. And I did jazz. Like, I did jazz for a year. Um, I did piano, like, the classic Asian parent. Like, that was my first instrument. Mm. But right when I told them I didn't like it, and I only did it because my sister was doing it, they let me, like, quit right away. I only did, like, two levels. Whereas, like, you know, some pa- um, parents, like, tell you to just power through. Mm-hmm. Like, They're just like, no, I think the only thing they didn't want me to do was, like, stop trying and to, like, find what I actually liked. Uh, Oh. Yeah. So then I think when I started getting into, like, guitar and, like, singing, my mom gave me, like, opera singing classes. And then when I was interested in, like, composing, she put me, like, in composing classes. Like, even now, my mom asks me, like, oh, do you still sing? Do you still write songs? Like, if you want to change your major or, like, even join clubs for things like if you need to if there's like a payment you need to make like let me know and i'll pay for it and like i told her like oh my school doesn't have really like a large variety of like university like sorry like variety of clubs in the university mm. so she's like oh you should join like an outside of the school club like a, like a band or something and i was like whoa that's like a bit much <laughs> but like that's the type of person my mom and dad is so you know like they would always send me like to classes so i think for me when i failed courses like even in um in high school I think there's a point like I did math and I and I think I got like a 55 I didn't fail but I knew I was bad you know mm. so like I didn't feel ashamed like I told my mom like I think I need to go to tutor and she found me like a really good tutor and like within like months like my grade went up to like 75 oh,
2: so okay, then okay.
1: my mom was like oh like it actually helped I'm like yeah I actually really like the teacher too and stuff mm-hmm. so like I think them being open it didn't make me feel ashamed for quitting. Because yeah. I think that's the thing, like, a lot of children have trouble with is, like, they're scared to disappoint or scared to quit. Like, obviously, mm. like, I still had to, like, keep my grades up. And like I said, I was scared to tell my mom I, like, dropped out of uni, you know?
0: Right, right, right. But
1: I think overall, like, in general, like, I felt like um they're pretty supportive. So I was never, like, ashamed or afraid to, like, quit or, like, ask for help. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's so good. I I really wish I had that. Like, that's something (laughs) that I I hope to do with, like, my future kids for sure. Okay, so on the flip side, I guess, what do you wish you didn't experience, like, with your parents? I
1: think for me, it's, like, I think having, like, open conversations when they're younger. Mm. So then they know that you're there for them when they need You know, because for my parents, like when I was younger, like, like I said, if I said school is good, they would just leave it at that. Mm.
2: They wouldn't try
1: to ask or like talk about things like, oh, if you're having trouble with like people in your class. Like there was times in elementary school, like I was so sad, like I would cry myself to sleep. Yeah. And my parents don't know that, you know, and Mm -hmm. until like after the whole turning point, then she'd actually try and pry for answers, but not prying in a like overbearing way yeah but in a way it was like okay you can really tell me if you want like you know i'm here you know but when i was younger they didn't have that push in them to like actually make it comfortable for me to try to talk to them about it you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's like in my head i'm like oh they don't care like obviously i know they care because they're my parents but i'm like they didn't try you know and i didn't feel like it was an environment where i felt comfortable to share stuff and I that's I think because that was the number one issue with me and my parents. It's like a fear for me and my child. Like, I don't want to have the same problems with my child.
2: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, oh, I get that. What about you?
0: Um, I think one thing I for sure did not want to experience was the fact that any time I would screw up or um, just just do anything that isn't. Like approved of like by my parents, like I wish I didn't get yelled at
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. so
0: like such a simple thing, but it really like fucked me up as a kid because now I'm afraid to speak out, I'm afraid to sound stupid because I'm afraid <laughs> that I'm gonna get shitted on yeah. yelled at like whatever, and i I think that took a huge hit to like my confidence, both mm-hmm. like with people like like my friends and my family, but also like in the workplace which is even worse. Yeah. Um cuz yeah, I think most of that came from came from my mom looking back, but like when my parents yelled like um when I was a kid, I just remember being like so like kind of like traumatized by it that I hated it when anyone like sort of raised their voice at me.
1: Yeah, but no, I get that 100% because I even told you recently like when I was still in Toronto that my mom yells at me if I sleep past, like, 12 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was on a call with Jess. Like, maybe, like, we called at 8, 8 p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. And we keep talking, like, as friends do. And my mom is, like, yelling at me, like, it's time to sleep. Like, you've been on the phone for four hours. Like, why are you even talking still, you know? Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel like I'm back in, like, elementary when you have that curfew or, like, lights out time. Mm-hmm. And, like... It traumatized me so much that sometimes when I'm home and I'm a full grown-ass adult now, like I'm fucking 24, and I have to close my lights when my parents go to bed or else they will yell at me. So I'm in the dark on my laptop, you know? And sometimes I have to caution, like, not laugh too hard if I'm watching something because my mom will walk in like, why are you still awake? And, like, yell at me. And sometimes... They're actually like fast asleep, but because like I'm watching something and it had like other sounds or voices in the background, I think it's like my mom yelling my name. So like I would think it's my mom and I flinch and I quickly like rip my headphones off and I realize like it's dead silent and they're sleeping and I'm just traumatized. Oh my god. (laughs) Like it's actually so bad. Like I'm fucking 24, but I still do this. And it reali like it made me realize like how serious serious it was. And sometimes I even listen to music. It's not even a show, and like it's just a background beat or echo. Mm. And I think it's her yelling my name to sleep. And I would like be scared. I'll lower the music, put my dim to like the very low like dimness. Mm. Yeah, oh, I get so traumatized. Like when I hear my mom go to the bathroom at like three a.m., I get so scared.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I'm 24, bro. Oh no. <laughs> I think my parents like learned to just let me be. Like. I'm totally a night owl. Like when I'm back home, sometimes I stay up to like 4 or 6 a.m. like whatever and like that's normal for me, right? Yeah. So my parents just like accept that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um i i i get you from like when i was younger my parents used to do the same with like oh my god why are you still up oh, it's, like your bedtime like blah 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 blah. but that that's that's like normal i guess
1: but it's, yeah it is, it, is.
0: It, it i could see it definitely being traumatizing for sure
1: what rules you think like your parents enforced on you that you think is pretty good and you will like enforce on your child oh okay my parents were pretty lenient
0: with uh with me and like my social sort of life i guess like so my parents gave me a phone when i was like really young yeah uh, because i used to walk home alone Mm -hmm. uh sometimes right yeah and they would be like okay as soon as you like leave your school you text me Mm -hmm. and you know some some people they're kind of like oh this is kind of like stupid like i have a phone why do i have to text you or like whatever you could just call me if you're looking for me i don't know but i i guess that's not really a rule but i liked it because then I I knew that someone knew where I was yeah. like or just like a routine safety. you know yeah 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 exactly or they're like before the phone I actually used to have a walkie-talkie oh okay. shit bro it was kind of lame bro I always wanted one I always they're, wanted they're cool one. man you know that range it, it reached about like a kilometer like that's pretty good man um so yeah I used to have the walkie-talkie and I would have to turn it on after school and like my dad would be like like buzzing in and be like hello hello Jess are you on your way home and I'd be like oh no I'm at the park or whatever right but like the like essentially the rule was that I have to tell my parents like where I am almost at all times Mm -hmm. um and yeah I I like that I think it's good even now my dad still does it so if I'm like sneaking around somewhere my dad will yeah. see it on find friends <laughs> and like i don't regret that even because like he's open to it he's not going to scold me for being somewhere and, that you, and you just I'm know there's someone always watching you you know exactly so, so like, if
1: you're in trouble you're like okay my dad got me you know yeah like, yeah taken. yeah
0: <laughs> exactly dude that that movie changed me because i was like safety is definitely number one priority. Right. like i am terrified as like a small female like bro i'm not trying to get kidnapped or or like whatever it is right yeah so i i kind of like how my dad knows where i am and he just doesn't care about it mm-hmm. but the only time it becomes annoying is like when he starts to ask me deeper questions or my mom asks and she's like what are you doing here oh who are you with like what are you doing with them <laughs> like oh how come you're seeing them like that type of thing i'm just like okay no like i shared my location with you for safety reasons you yeah. know um and yeah, so that that's something that I mm-hmm. personally would like to do with my kids. Not that I'd track them and be overbearing, but simply for safety.
1: Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. What about you? I think for me, um, I don't think my parents did anything like like they didn't really set rules. Like I never had a strict curfew. They just needed me like just needed to know where I was. Mm. and like i wasn't the type of kid to like stay out i don't know i feel like i was a good kid like i didn't feel the same (laughs) i didn't feel the need to like want to stay out you know it's not like yeah i would get yelled at for staying out late i just didn't feel the need to so i think my parents understood that i wasn't trying to be rebellious Mm. so and i think mm, i think i'm kind of happy that like, I think I told you, like, I never snuck people in, like, g- like, friends or even, like, guys, because mm-hmm. my alarm system in the house is, like, hella straight. Like, yeah. right when you walk down the stairs, it'll go, like, beep, 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 beep. And yeah. then um if you, like, unlock the door, like, it'll just go off and my parents will wake up and be like, what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. So because of that i automatically never even had the idea like i didn't even know the thing until like my friends like i saw my friends do it or like i he- hear about stories of them sneaking a guy and i'm like what you can do that yeah <laughs> and i was like so amazed and i kind of like that because i don't think i would have trusted myself to do that like i think i would have been a completely different person if i had the option to sneak people in
0: Mm-hmm. that's why i kind of feel like um like for me when my parents are like oh if you want to bring a friend over just tell us you know exactly exactly i think i want to be like that
1: yeah be open about
0: it yeah yeah like i'd hate for like my future kid to sort of feel the need to sneak
1: around me and like exactly uh, i don't know i i think that's what comes in play with the whole like tracking like find friends like i wouldn't mind doing that to my child Mm -hmm. as well and i think i would have established like a pretty good like Um relationship with my child for them to understand like i don't care if you're with a guy or if you do recreational drugs as long as you're safe (laughs) or it's like not crazy drugs you know like you can like od and die Mm -hmm. um like i would just have a good talk with them so they don't have to lie to me what they're doing and feel like i'm asking so many questions yeah and like i think if you build that trust with your child then you actually trust them too like you don't have to question them so many times because you, you think they're doing something else, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, once yeah. you
1: doing once you do that too, it makes them feel like you don't trust them and then they get pissed and they rebel, mm-hmm, <laughs> do all these mm-hmm. things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there was one time where like my dad was tracking me and I, I was in class, right? So I had um I had a midterm and on the Queens campus there's a hospital. So it was right beside my lecture building of where I was writing my midterm. Yeah. And my dad started freaking out because he looked on my the fine friends and he was like, Why is Jess at the hospital? She's at the emergency. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Like, um, uh he started calling like my friends and stuff, being like, Do you know where Jess is? And they're like, Oh, I don't know, or I think she's in class. Like all of my friends that would have known my schedule, they were in my class. Mm So they were writing the same midterm. So they didn't see the text or anything, right? And my dad was like asking around like oh my gosh like is Jess okay she's not answering me blah 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 and then literally like the midterm ends and I see that he like blew up my phone and I was like oh, oh my I God. was writing a midterm dad I couldn't check my phone but yeah. the hospital is right beside my lecture building, oh shit right but like yeah. imagine something did happen right exactly, like my exactly. dad would have like Fucking, like, drove all the way to Kingston, <laughs> gi- tr- like, just trying to make sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's something I, I definitely appreciate.
1: Yeah. Um, would you want to be, like, Facebook friends and, like, follow your child on Instagram? Bro, my mom does that with me. So I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like it's, like,
0: whatever, you know? Like, yeah. if my kid is in their 18... 18- i don't know 17 18 19 age range where they're like starting to experience like the like thought thirst trap life <laughs> i think i'm just gonna like not use social media for the time being you to know? be
1: fair i think i would be the type of parent that like gases them up like not obviously not in the comments because i don't want to embarrass them oh yeah but i would like text them like oh you look cute in the picture you posted or like mm. i'll reply to their story yeah but, um I'll give them like pointers, you know, be like, oh, you can make it look a little cuter if you do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think like I wouldn't want them to do that at like an age. Sorry, I'm stuttering now. (laughs) (laughs) But like I wouldn't want them to do it at like a very young age. So I do want to know their online presence so I can guide them properly.
0: Oh, that's a good point.
1: I changed my answer that's that's a good answer (laughs) because I think as long as you're supportive like maybe you can mute it if they do post too many thirst traps oh my god um like you don't want to see it right but I think like being able to know what they post like reassures you and that Mm. automatically like decreases your worries and like you questioning them and like what they're doing you know yeah for sure because then if you don't know then you have all these imaginations of what they could be doing
0: Bro, I'm so scared that my kid is going to get fucking catfished online or something. And they're being like, oh, like, I've been talking to this guy, you know, like how we used to be on Tumblr or, you know, like those days. And you just talk to random people, like internet friends, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't actually know who's on the other end. And I'd be so terrified to find out that my kid is like the one who meets some sort of pedophile, creep, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But I don't want to monitor their conversations. Like, I really
1: think that's an invasion of privacy. I think think, like we got lucky, obviously, for like having good instincts and not doing stupid shit that other people would have done, especially for me, because I use Tinder as like so early on. Mm. But I think like to like prevent that happening for my child, I would like give them adult talks a bit earlier, obviously not when they're like four years old. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I think I would like fast track it a bit. Like, maybe Mm. talking about certain things when people usually would talk about in high school or, like, late middle school. Like, maybe I'll do it in sixth grade or, like, a bit earlier. So, they kind of understand it. So, when they actually experience (laughs) it, I'm staring (laughs) again. It's almost 3 a.m. here, okay, guys? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, like, I think once they actually, like, witness it or, like, see themselves in that position that I warned them, they're like, oh, this is why my mom said this. Mm -hmm. and then now they like can decipher what's good what's bad you know
0: yeah yeah Yeah. actually
1: think about it now my dad did that with
0: me when i was younger yeah like from a very young age he taught me like all these just like small things about like knowing signs about like other people or like just knowing things in general like i know some of the most obscure things about like taking care of like different items in your house for example like the sink or like the stove like there's just these little <laughs> things that you have to do to like yeah. keep up and maintain yeah. it, right? Yeah. But like I know this because of my dad, mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize it at the time. But he was saying all of like those like little tips and tricks to prep me for when I'm like on my own, and it's it goes like the same for like when I meet new people. He's like, oh, you know, um, like the one piece of advice that stuck with me is like never trust a guy a hundred percent. Yeah, and like. He's like, even like you know your mom, I tell her to not trust me a hundred percent because you need to have your own like level of independence and and all of that, right, yeah, um, so yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> I think like even for me, it was like street smarts because I remember like I used to go to Blue Mountain my parents like every winter, mhm, and like sometimes we go like three times in like the winter, and sometimes we go like late at night and we see something like on the street and it's dark and like someone in the car is like oh should we go check it out and my mom's like no don't get out of the car like you mm-hmm. know like small things like that yeah and you don't realize until later like why you know yeah and yeah, like yeah. and stuff like not being a over at your best friend's house and you're like mad why you know it's like oh they have a brother and they have a dad like there's males in the equation that yeah Adds other like safety hazards, and you don't realize as a kid, and you get pissed at your parents. Mm-hmm. And then when you grow older and you're in that position, you're like, oh, that's why. And you're like, okay, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, like I, I get it now. I completely yeah. understand. Oh, how would you like approach like the sex talk? Like, how would you do it, or try to at least? I think I would at least try to,
0: cause like, wh- when did we learn about this from school? Like when we're in like what grade five, maybe?
1: oh yeah around the age i think it's like around i think around like the fourth or fifth grade because that's when like people could have their period so they try to prepare everyone right yeah 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 and like people like and even for guys like boners or like other urges you know Mm -hmm. so it's like i think i I would i think i would talk to
0: my kid about it like as soon as they start having like the the health like education classes because that already opens the door for conversation but they don't Mm -hmm. dive deep into it right yeah Um, And that's kind of when I would like explain the whole situation about when you when you do it, you know, who you do it with, (laughs) like all these like things that you have to watch out (laughs) for, you know, because it's like as as much as it is awkward, it's like I'm sure that information will stick with them
1: and it'll help them and make them feel more comfortable, more comfortable about it when they're older.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, you know that thing that you talked about in your health class? Like, that's how we made you, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because I think for me, like, I would slowly ease into it. Like, for me, like, when they're at an age where they have to go to school or, like, have contact with, like, more strangers, Mm. then I would teach them about, like, the no-no areas, you know? Just so they know it's wrong or else they wouldn't know they're being harassed, you know? That's true, yeah. And they'll be traumatized later on. So I just make it aware at the beginning Mm -hmm. what's wrong and what's good like the most basic out of the basic yeah and as they get older and like things happen like you said like when you learn health class then i'll like add on to it like this is why it's bad you Mm -hmm. can (laughs) xyz yeah all these factors and i think i'll be a parent to be like i will mind a bit if you do start having sex at a young age but just Mm -hmm. let me know so i can help you and like prepare you you know
0: yeah, it's like let's make sure you're like safe.
1: protected yeah. and yeah, safe for sure. Especially if you have a daughter, like the oh risk for everything else is so high, like pregnancy um and all these other things and it's like whoa. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of information thrown at your kid. Yeah, yeah. I think the one thing I would hate is like if my
0: kid does choose to have like sex or something for the first time and then gets absolutely like played by the guy. Like, I don't, I think that's, like, almost, like, a defining moment for the, for your kid. Yeah. Like, that could, that could turn your kid into an absolute, like, demon after. Um, so And I think
1: that's why it it matters, like, who's around them as friends, too, because, mm-hmm. like I said, like, I never talked to my parents about jack shit. Mm-hmm. But here I am, really aware of my own actions and people around me and, like, I don't know, you know what I mean, though, like, I like no one shaped me other than my friends because I wouldn't Mm -hmm. like obviously my mom and dad like shaped me in like other forms but for me as a person with like sex and being played by boys or all these things like it's because of my friends you know and yeah how the way I see things and understand things and how we're both open like it's not because of my parents it's clearly not because of my parents yeah so it's like that's that's why I think like friends are just as important because Maybe mm-hmm. you weren't there to educate your ch- your child, but if their friends are, like, good ones, then you shouldn't be worried about it, you know? hmm hmm Yeah. Would you let your kid get plastic surgery? Mm-hmm. I think, like, we talked about this before, and I told you, like, I think I wouldn't let them do it at a young age. Like, I would if they come up to me when they're, like, 14 or something, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I want liposuction, I, I try to exercising and this is just stuff I can't get rid of or mm-hmm. like I want a, sm- a slimmer nose, et cetera, et cetera. If they came to me like at a young age, I'll be like, okay, I get you. I understand that. But once you turn 18 or 19, if you still feel the same, then I'll let you do it. Mm-hmm. Or even like 20 or something. Yeah. Because I yeah, feel yeah. like sometimes... When you're at that age, you don't understand, like, concepts of, like, surgery or, like, the consequences of it. And also, I feel like the standards of beauty always change, right? And how you oh, feel yeah. and how confident you are also changes. Because for me, like, I think I've always wanted, like, a smaller nose or, like, liposuction, tummy tech, all that stuff. And I realized, like, I've changed, like, my view on it has changed so much that I'm happy. Like, I never even approached the idea of it. Mm-hmm because i think i would have regretted it you
0: know yeah 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 for sure and i
1: don't and i think like as long as my child is not gonna use that surgery like or like that um like feature be who they are for example like if they got their nose done and mm-hmm. people treat them nicer it's not they don't, they wouldn't think it's because they got their nose done it's because they're more confident right right yeah because then they were like oh they were never this nice to me when i didn't have my nose done or like if i didn't get double eyelids or whatever you know yeah like i want them to know that it's just boosting their their confidence and making them more okay with themselves Mm. and it's not like other people changing around them you know Yeah, yeah 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 What about you, man? I feel like that that again. Good answer. I like, <laughs> I, I like feel
0: the exact same way. Yeah.
1: Like because I don't want to be the parent to always say no. And like I think as girls, too, we understand why. Oh, 100 yeah. percent.
0: You know, I would so probably it's like, have we to can't stop. Fight, them. Yeah. I would probably have yeah. to fight like my future like husband or whatever if my kid does want to <laughs> get plastic surgery. Yeah. And like um, like again, something like super small, like if their eyelid is like uneven, one is like a double eyelid the other is mono i get it you know Mm -hmm. i understand that's not something that you want to do when you're like um or maybe that is something you want to do when you're really young but it's not something Mm. i encourage until you're at least like 18 or whatever right like if you think about like you're a kid like you still have so much time to like grow like you're just finishing like puberty and stuff too like you know why why rush it like of course it kind of sucks like high school yeah maybe maybe you're not like the prettiest but no one is like that attractive in in grade school you know
1: exactly and like another thing like i just thought of an example is like one of my like old friends she literally had like a flat chest and she wouldn't be so honest about it she's like don't lie like i know it's not there and like there's nothing to push it up like even if you buy push-up bra there's nothing to push up you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's like for them, it's, like, even if they wanted the idea of surgery and they would find, like, sample photos, um, they wouldn't send, like, super nice, like, big cup, like, rice bowl boobs that you see on Instagram. Like, they j- literally just want mm-hmm. a little bump so people right, know right. she's a girl. Yeah. Like, it's, like, because boobs and, like, pussy is, like, that's the one thing that defines... No, no, okay, guys. <laughs> don't, don't say I'm so, like... <laughs> Like all about like image. But you know what I mean, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a classic sure. thing as like what makes like defines you as a girl. And like mm-hmm. if I were to stop my child from feeling that way, I would feel like shit, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I would feel bad. I would be like, I'm so sorry, I didn't give you enough boobs or like any boobs at all. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my god. Bro, growing growing up, like I think I like had my like growth spurt kinda like late. So yeah. like you to hit me like I guess later than the norm. Um And I was like super flat like I was literal like cereal box looking ass like (laughs) all throughout like middle school even like early high school probably like until like late high school too right yeah and then and then I got chubby in university and uh that's that's when it really came through you know but for the longest time because of what people were saying I did contemplate like man when I graduate university I'm gonna get a boob job like this is this is gonna be it like I'm I'm here for it but like thank god I waited and I didn't really push for that yeah because I'm like content with the way I look right now like it's not it's not like a big deal or anything you know what
1: now that you mentioned it maybe not 18 but maybe I'll wait until they're like done uni yeah because I feel like even after high school they're not ready mentally right to, like be fully yeah. confident because i was not confident no i don't think i've met anyone fully confident and at age 18 mm-hmm. i think like, most even, of my confidence came from like university for sure exactly like even s- after university some people fully aren't there but at least like you're almost there and you can kind of decide and understand the full understanding of like surgeries and injections or fillers whatever it is that you wanted you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah I would
0: definitely I would definitely encourage them to, like, wait as long as they can. Um, Maybe at least until after, like, first year or something. Because, like, bro, grade 12, like, you're still a teenager. You're, like, Honestly. 17. Like, not everyone's 18 at that time, right?
1: And some people at that time are still, like, losing baby fat or losing certain things.
0: Yeah. So you can't
1: fully judge yet, you know? And some people develop their boobs or other, like, traits later or, like, mm-hmm. a bit after high school. So it's, like... It's like obviously you're in the last stages of developing, but you're not fully there, and like yeah, you shouldn't be ashamed. And some people they just went to like the wrong high school or like the wrong group of friends that didn't give them the confidence that they needed, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's it's all about perspective sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yes,
1: yeah, so I I hope that's how I'm gonna be a pa- like be as a parent in the future. And I've always told you this like I'm ready to be a young mom mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like we've been talking about how we raise kids so i feel like mentally i'm there Mm. so yeah parenting is gonna be hard though i'm
0: scared i am not ready to be a parent whatsoever like even mentally i'm just not there you know (laughs) i I still feel like a child
1: (laughs) like mentally i'm there but at the same time you realize like sometimes oh shit like everything i say or act is gonna impact them
0: Oh, 100 percent You might
1: you might think it's nothing, but it's gonna impact them. And when they get old, like at 20, they're like, you remember when you did this? It made Mm -hmm. me feel this way.
0: Yeah. Honestly. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So hopefully I don't get pregnant anytime soon.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: (laughs) Fingers crossed. Stay safe, kids. (laughs) Don't want any of your own kids. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But thanks for tuning in this week. Uh come back again on Sunday for another episode. Bye guys.